It's been a rough go for predictions, but we've got Tristan Spanford back on the show, and we are back at it again. We're diving in to Louisiana week. Hopefully, we'll get this one right. Let's do this. Hey, you are no locked on Golden Gophers. No matter what we're going to do here, we're just going to keep rowing. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota uh, Golden out, Gophers. Whatever turns out, we're just going to keep rowing. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're just going to keep rowing, keep rowing, and keep rowing. You're listening to Lockdown Golden Gophers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. My name's Kane Robb, host of the podcast, former collegiate football video coordinator and recruiting assistant, here to talk Golden Gophers with you each and every day of the week, Monday through Friday. And we are joined by our weekly co-host, Tristan Spanford. We're here to do the predictions, to talk about what happened last week. And, you know, as much as we don't want to talk about what happened last week, we're going to have to dive into this. What is the vibe, man? How are you feeling after a heartbreaking, unbelievable loss last week for the Gophers? I I got to say, I'm not as confident as I was last week. Last week, I think I came on a little hot. Um, I'm not down, down. I'm not out, at least. I might be down, but I'm not out. You know, it's 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 tough. It's tough. I just don't know. It was just an all-time collapse, though. But that's my thing. Is like I keep going oh. back and thinking about it. We played three great quarters. You know, like it's not like we just got beat by Northwestern. We I feel like that's what makes it hurt worse. It does. Three it does. Great quarters. <laughs> but in in my brain, you can flip it to we should have a lot of practice to beat Louisiana this week because we beat two teams last week. You know, we beat Louisiana for three quarters, then we beat ourselves for the fourth. So Northwestern, but yes, I got you. I, got I, you. I mean, we beat Northwestern <laughs> for the fourth. So, you know, I, I just, I just, we're young. We're young. When you go up by so much, I think mentally that's what shows the immaturity. And I know we're not like whatever PJ said in the presser, it's not an excuse and it's not, but when you go up by so much mentally, these guys are like, all right, let's get back on the plane. What are we doing after this? Like, you know, I, I do think there there is there has to be some sort of aspect to it where, you know, the game is over. The game is over no matter what. And so I think it's easy to get lazy. You know, again, no excuses because that was disgusting. It was not good. Like our defense just crumbled. You're better than me. I mean, I agree. Our defense crumbled, but I place blame more on the coaching in this one than I do the players simply because Look, we were aggressive in the first half. We were attacking. We had passing on the early downs. And I even asked Coach Fleck in the press conference later that week or on Monday of the next week, um, was it a shift in the not using the passing in the early passing downs? Like on the first and second down, we weren't passing as much in the second half. Was that due to the um, score differential? And he came back basically saying like he didn't see that as the case because – we they passed four straight times to open up the third quarter and like yes touche you passed four straight times open up a quarter but then basically after that one drive oh, you never passed on the early downs again unless it was like second and 14 which happened one time otherwise you ran on first down every single time ran on second down almost every single time and then had to pass on third down almost every single time to which northwestern predicted it each time so I don't know what happened in the second half when it went to 
the offense with like who we saw in the first half and who we saw in the second half, kind of like what you said, we saw two different teams there. Now, like I like the way you phrased it of we beat Northwestern for three quarters and then we beat ourselves. So we beat two teams in that game. That's pretty rough overall, but it's true and it's accurate. And that's why it cuts even deeper. Yeah. I, I, that's the only way I can put it. It was, it was unfathomable. And, and it, I just, I had no words and I still don't have any words. I, I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. It was just like, we literally like the brains were just not clicking on, on, on any sides of the ball. The coaching was all like, it was just ridiculous. And I knew I, I, in my brain, I knew it was going to get conservative. I was like, we're probably going to run. We're up by a lot. Like PJ does not want to turn this ball over, but it was so egregious to the point where it was like, okay, well, why did we even come to the fourth quarter? We should have just, we shouldn't have even showed up because they know what we're gonna do. And then the we defense, make the play calls special from, teams, from the couches. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's bad. My buddy, my buddy, I was literally texting him during the game, and he literally texted me at, at halftime. He's like, he's like, yeah, I'm out right now. I was watching the game on my phone. He's like, but you could probably turn the game off now because here comes you know 50 runs from PJ. And it, it sure enough, it just <laughs> it was a collapse. It was all a collapse. All right, I got to change the change the direction we're going here though. What do you think now with that loss and a lot of people in panic and not knowing what's going to happen with this homecoming game and what team is going to show up for this game? What do you think is now the biggest focus of the season? Is it still you are expecting to win every single game. And this is more from a fan base. We know the players and the coaches, they're expecting to go in and win every single game and give their best and whatnot. But for you as a fan, I know it's a little different. Your brother's on the team, but what would you say is the biggest focus? Is it is it making sure you secure a bowl game? Is it making sure you win rivalry games? Like, what do you think is the biggest thing for the fans moving forward just to have some amount of success for this season? I think it's got to be the it's it's got to be you, you got to still have hope. That's the thing. Like, I don't the the year we lost to Bowling Green, did we or did we not have nine wins that year still? Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. It's this sucks. And it was an all time collapse, but I think there's still a lot of things we can look at that we have been looking at that you can still look forward to, you know, it, it, a loss like this doesn't bode well for recruiting. Again, I'm getting negative, but <laughs> in a positive note, like I think there's a lot to build off of, like, you know, like there's no expectations and it's kind of a relief as a fan to know, like, okay, like, it's almost like a fresh start. Like, Louisiana, if we beat the heck out of, heck out of Louisiana, you know we're all going to be back on board. I know I'm going to be banging the we're beating Michigan drum. So that's what <laughs> that's what I know as, as a fan. That's I know it's going to happen. If we beat them by any marginal amount, we cover the spread, I'm, I'm back in. I'm back in. And so I think that's what shows that this loss wasn't – it was a collapse more than it was a loss if that makes any sense, you know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't that, you know, we just look bad. It was that we looked really good and just couldn't finish the game. Yeah. They beat themselves for sure. Especially in that fourth quarter, but not to make matters worse. I'm not trying to be a negative Nancy or nothing like that, but it's been a rough go for PJ Fleck with recent homecomings. Now to kick off his career, he started off two and one in homecomings for 2017, 2018 and 2019. 2020, we didn't really have a homecoming. We were supposed to play BYU, but COVID happened and all sorts of things got shook up. We didn't really start playing till November. But after that, 
Last two years, we've dropped our homecoming games. The first one in 2021 being to Bowling Green and the second one to Purdue. Now, both of those hurt. Both of those were game defining or season defining losses because last year, I think both of them, if you win both of those games, you win the West. Um, so it was tough. But what are we expecting for week three? Are you feeling like it's going to be okay are you feeling like you're a little stressed out about this one how are you feeling heading into homecoming week with louisiana coming into town i am definitely stressed only because i i think louisiana is a better football team than northwestern is and that's gonna be an issue and i i, I don't know i i think this will show a lot of character this game will show a lot of character of the players on how they bounce back and how they react to this just like i talked about with Ethan before and, and you know me being the young quarterback I think this will show a lot of bounce back this week on, you know, mentally like, okay, like we came to play, we're going to finish this game and and then we'll celebrate later. But we're not celebrating in the third quarter because we're beating Louisiana again, a non-conference team, you know, which we should beat. You know, that's, that's what I think. I, I just don't know. I, I, you were there should, you know, I've had so much stress in that last game and just so much, Look, it left a bad taste in my mouth. It, it makes it hard to hope. So we need them to – you need them to bring you back on board. You need them to show you more fluke happened in that fourth quarter yes. than what we were, are going to see moving forward. It's a big task, but it has to happen. If you want the fan base to buy back in for the rest of the season, especially as we hit Big Ten play. But we're going to move into over-unders. We're going to move into the predictions. We're going to get into the meat and bones of this Louisiana matchup. That is what is coming up next. First, I got to talk to y'all about our friends over at Nutrafol because Nutrafol, you don't have to choose between better hair growth and your health. Nutrafol provides a whole body health approach for men to promote healthier hair. No drugs, no compromises, just better hair. On top of that, men think losing your hair is inevitable, but you can take control of your future with Nutrafol's science-backed hair growth supplement. So you can go to Nutrafol.com slash men to take their hair wellness quiz. Identify the causes of your thinning hair and Nutrafol will give you a personalized plan for better hair health through your whole body wellness. Take the first step to visibly thicker hair and healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping. Don't forget about that free shipping. When you go to Nutrafol.com slash men and use promo code locked on college. Again, that's Nutrafol, N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com slash men and use promo code locked on college. Take advantage today. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. 
All right, Tris. So we're jumping into these over-unders. I got to give it to the winner of last week's predictions. I feel like nobody's a winner. I feel like we no. shouldn't even count it. But the no. winner for last week was you again. Now, we both did terrible. <laughs> like, we both did absolutely and rightfully so because we thought we were going to run away with that game. But you won five of a possible 16 points, and I won two of a possible 16 points. So it was a rough go in the over-unders and the predictions, but a lot of that has to do with how the game resulted. Now, if we would have cut that bad boy off by the third quarter, I think we both would have been at probably like 12 points and 11 points. Down I was to the feeling wire, good. I was definitely feeling good. <laughs> it was rough. It was rough. So we're going to look to bounce back this week in this Louisiana game. We're kicking it off with the cover or not with the spread. It's 11 and a half again. Same as what we saw for Northwestern. Now, I don't know if that's a bad omen <laughs> or anything like that, but what are you thinking? Does Minnesota cover? Do they win this game by 12 or more? Yes, they 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 cover this week. This is this is a get right game as much as a get right game can be. They're going to cover. I'm sure they had long practices this week. Everyone's looking themselves in the mirror because there's not one player on that field who can who left feeling like, oh, I did my job. You know, like er everyone had to feel some type of way. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go under. Uh, I'm not saying that Minnesota's not winning this one, but until I get some proof, I just I can't go there anymore. I've been let down too many times. I've lost these predictions for three straight weeks now, and you know what? It's time to make a change for me. So I'm going with the under on this one. We'll see if maybe maybe me picking against them sparks the life. Maybe that's what gets this thing going. So I'm going under on that 11 and a half spread. But the points line for this one is 10 points more than what we saw with Northwestern. So it's 48 and a half points combined. So what are you thinking with this one? Now, the Louisiana Raging Cajuns have scored at least, at least, 31 points in every single matchup this season. And uh, I believe the one that they didn't score 31, they lost 38 to 31. So, or the one that they didn't score above 31, I should say. So what are you thinking? If you add in the gopher score with this thing, are you thinking they get above that 48 and a half or are they still staying under in a more big 10 like game? I am going to go, I'm going to go over. I mean, I, again, after last week, it's kind of hard to say that, but we still put up numbers. Like imagine if we would have played offense in the third, in the fourth quarter, we would have put up even more points. So we can score and our defense, I am slowly losing confidence in not just slowly. I'm still there. I'm still there, but I'm thinking that's an over game. If they have an offense that can, you know, can put up numbers. We did show we can last week too. So I am going to go. With the under here, I'm going to go under. I think it's going to be close. I think I just locked in my score in my head of what I think this one will be. And it's just under. So I think we're going to have a good one. We're going to see what happens, but I'm going to take the under. Now going to total rushing yards by a running back. I was going to move it to just Darius Taylor this week. I was going to do it. Last year, we always did just Mo Ibrahim. But Darius Taylor got an injury at the last end of the last game. We haven't heard any news on if it was minor if it's something that could nag, really. if it's something that will limit his touches. So I'm going with all the running back rooms again. Their total rush yards for the Gophers. I'm setting the line at 165.5. So do you think they crack above 165 rush yards, or do you think they stay under? Mm. 
I'm going to go under. I think just under. I like where the line is set at. Um, but I think if that is the case, I I definitely think without Darius Taylor in there that the rest of our running back room, you know, Sean Tyler gets some carries. I don't I it doesn't necessarily concern me that much. I mean, he's a freak of nature. Like Darius Taylor looks nice, but I think it'll be a good opportunity for some guys to step up. And even if that's a committee, but I think that line's set right. So I'm gonna go under just you know. I'm going with you. I'm going with you on the under here too. And I think it's a protected under just in case he has limited snaps, just in case he doesn't get to touch the ball as much, even if he's coming in and he's taking 18 carries. I mean, in 18 carries, that man could maybe still break 160 we yards. So I, we might have to be a little careful with that one. But I think overall, also shout out to Darius Taylor, back-to-back-to-back freshman of the week on top of, get this, I don't know if you've caught it yet or if you've heard it, he is the number three rusher in the entire country in total rush yards right what? now. And he didn't – he took one snap or one carry in game one. So he's done that in three games. He's third in the nation. So shout-out Darius Taylor. He is a dog. But I'm going to wow. go with the under here to be safe a little bit. Now let's move to total yards for Louisiana. Now get this. You might be shocked by this. I'm setting the line for Louisiana's total yards – at 374.5. I'm setting their line that high. Now hear me out. They have had over 450 or 500 yards in every game so far this season. Now they also haven't played any top-notch, tough, crazy competition, but still they've been putting up damage in the yardage totals and through three, three quarters last week to Northwestern, Northwestern still had 298 yards, so I'm going to think this offense is a little bit better, and if they can get it clicking, I think it's dangerous. 374.5, what do you got over or under? Do we happen to know or remember how many yards we gave up to North Carolina? Was it over? Total was it way over? throughout the game? Yeah, was it a lot, a lot? Well, Drake May had 404 passing yards, okay, I believe, okay, in that game, so okay, they probably okay. had like 450, mm-hmm. 460, somewhere in there. I... I'm back in. I'm back in. From the time that I said I was out from the last question, I'm back in now. Defense is going to get right. We have Tyler Newbin in the backfield. Like, like Tyler Newbin is a dog. Like, we're fine. We're fine. We're fine. It'll be okay. I sound like a homer right now, but that's okay. It's all Gopher fans listening right now. Like, we are fine. The defense will be fine. I'm going under. I'm going under. Hey, talk to me. I'm going to go under two. And you know what? This I'm going to say it with a caveat. If this gopher defense doesn't show up and show out against Louisiana, you're going to have a negative man picking these over-unders from now on. You're going to have some issues I am not going to believe very much. So now is your time to prove me wrong. Get it going. Get the defense going. It was a strength. It needs to be a strength again. Starting yep. this week, I'm taking the unders. Now, sacks. Two and a half is the line again. We had it last week. They had two sacks. They didn't go over. Same thing. This this Louisiana team has given up about two sacks every game. Not very many games over. They might have one game over. But other than that, they've had a couple zeros. They've had a couple twos. So what are you thinking? Two and a half sacks is the line. You know I'm going over on that. You know I'm going over. I, that's literally the first st- the stat I looked up before we started. I was like, how many stats? What's the offensive line giving up here? And that's what I was thinking right away. Danny's going to get one. Ja's going to get one. Like, everybody's going to eat this week. 
Oh, it's a sack party in the it's a sack party. It, it is. I'm just, it's gonna be a <laughs> hey, meet me at the quarterback. Meet me at the quarterback. Hey, I wish I could get there with you, but I can't, dog. I can't do it. <laughs> I'm taking the under. And here's why they have a rushing quarterback. He had 129 yards two games ago, 79 yards the last game. I think it's going to be tough. Now, Jeff Sims was a running quarterback, and they got to him, what, three, four, five times? I think it was three. Maybe it was four. Something like that. I can't remember. It's been such – It the last two weeks have felt like almost an entire season. That's how long. <laughs> I, was looking, I was looking today. I was like, it's only week five. Like, we're okay. We're not dead yet. We're not dead in the water. Like, nobody predicted us to go undefeated. So what if these are that only two last game. That last game felt like four games in itself. Like, it was just baffling. But I'm taking the under on the sacks with that mo- mobile quarterback. Uh, moving on to turnovers. Turnovers at 1.5. What are you going over, under? I think I did over of this last week. I'm going to stay yep, under. Yeah, I'm going to say under because I think we get one. I think we get one turnover, and it's fun. And, you know, woo All right, I'm flipping you. I'm going over. I think they create some turnovers this week. Maybe they don't generate the sacks, but this quarterback had two interceptions last week. He had a fumble the week before. So I think they can cause some chaos in that defensive side of ball. Hopefully, if we're talking about they're coming back, Tristan, then I need some turnovers forced, and I need it now. Now, the final over-under before we get to the predictions, which everybody tunes in for, is Gophers points at halftime. What do you think the Gophers points will be at halftime, over or under 13.5 points? Over. I'm going to go over. And that's because I think we get two touchdowns in at least. I thought that line was going to be set a little higher. I don't know why, but I I like the over. <laughs> uh, it was definitely set lower because I just have very little faith right now. You have know. little faith. This is and a so torture. I'm going <laughs> to take the under until they prove me wrong. I mean, granted, they had 24 in the first half last week, and I had 24 for the total score. So prove me wrong again. Do it again, yep. but then do it better. Hold yes. on to the lead. Keep, keep doing. It Don't stop doing. <laughs> right. Right. But that's going to do it for us on the over-unders. We're moving to the predictions, which is what everybody cares the most about in the first place. That's coming up next. All right, folks, we got to talk to you about our friends over at eBay Motors because passion, drive, and patience is what brings home the winning trophy. And it's also what helps you keep your ride or die, aka your vehicle, alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance for, from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered with over 100 and 22 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with the eBay Motors guaranteed fit, look, it's guaranteed the part will fit right every single time or your money back. And like you know, I always like the money back. I always like the free stuff. It's free. It's me. But because of all of that, eBay Motors has you burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need and prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. So go to ebaymotors.com motors. eBay guaranteed fit is for U.S. customers only. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
All right, Govers fans, we're doing it. We're doing the predictions. We're wrapping it up. And this is my favorite part of the show. And we're kicking it off with a new question. Will Zach Evans get a carry in this game? With the uncertainty of will the Darius Taylor injury be a thing? Will he be able to run as much? Will he be limited at all? I want to know, do you think the other young guy on this team gets any touches? Let me know what you're thinking. I can, I want to put a caveat because if Darius Taylor plays, I don't think he does. Only oh, because you, gotta, if you, he did, you can't have the caveat. You got to go with your gut. If you think he's playing, <laughs> then I'm going, yes, I, I want everybody to play. I'm going, yes. <laughs> I just don't see why. Then I'm going, yes. If I don't get a caveat, I'm going, yes. <laughs> he's like, I want everyone to play. Yeah, I, I do. Everybody should. I, I just want to see him. I want to see what he's got. What he's got. It's, it's, He's highly touted, you know, like, why, I don't know why he didn't get more, like, why he didn't last week. Like, Bro, we I don't more know why he to touch all year. Like, it's, it's baffling. Me. This dude yeah. had the entire fan base excited. The combination had the tamp fan base excited. Dude went off in the spring game. They can run a boat. Touch? A run a boat. It's crazy. It's, it's crazy. It's wild. So, it is wild. I also am saying yes on this one. And if it doesn't happen this game, I don't know if we see him the rest of this year. I, like... If it can't happen versus Louisiana, when is it going to happen? When are you yeah. going to have trust in this running back? It's it, they must he must be seeing PJ seeing something practice or not, but I don't know. This is crazy town. Either that or or Zach Evans did something <laughs> wrong, man. This man he said the wrong word, the wrong. Don't I don't know what happened. he told. He said he must have made a joke about that article where they're talking about the Fleck Bank and things like that. He must have said, like, hey, can I cash out or something like that? And then all BJ was like, nope, no touches. No, no, no. <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, hopefully he gets a touch in this game. But who's going to really lead the team in receiving yards? I'm letting you go first this time. Who do you got? Corey Crooms. Classic. Corey it's a classic. He, I know. Well, it, well, I mean, he's. He, he he produces. I mean, he puts he's up numbers. Every yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was easy. It was a go-to. You know, I you gave me the first pick, and that's what you get. You know what? The one week that you didn't take him is the one week he didn't do it. So maybe you're speaking life back into it for him. But I'm going with the guy who did lead last week, Daniel Jackson. They got to find a way to get this man the ball. He creates separation, and I am ready for him to keep going off. Again, we're going with who leads the team in tackles next. I like that line. And guess what? You said Danny Strigow, and I was like, mm, it's tough, man. I don't know about that. He led the entire team in tackles. I said Jack Henderson. He was second on the team in tackles. So we were on point. We, were yeah, we on know point what we're doing. We know ball. We know ball. <laughs> <laughs> well, we didn't know enough ball to know that we were going to lose that game. So it's We know little... three quarters of ball. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So who do you got leading tackles this week? Actually, I'm going to steal your boy. Jack Henderson is who I like this week. So that's who I, I I did toss around going back to back on daddy because he won. But Jack Henderson, I think, is going to have a day to, tomorrow or Saturday. Tomorrow comes out on Friday. <laughs> All right. So I was going to see. I want a caveat now, but I told you you couldn't have one. So nope. I can't have one. Right. I'm going to podcast. You set the rules. In. Yeah, this is right. It's right. <laughs> I'm going to go risky. And you know what? This could shoot me in the foot for not getting the weak win, but I'm going Cody Lindenberg. I am hoping this man is back. And if he's back, he's leading the team in tackles. So I'm taking my shot. Uh, I think it's going to be Cody. But who scores the first touchdown? Two picks, as always. I'm locking in the first pick. And I am going to go with 
Lamecki Brockington. He had the first touchdown last week. I think they're going to look to get him more involved. We'll see if that actually happens or not, but I'm going to go safe with him and take that one. Uh, I'm going Daniel Jackson first touchdown. Oh, yeah. Hey, I like that. I like that. All right. I'm going to go ahead and take the easy pick of Darius Taylor just in case he plays, but I guess there is more risk on that one if he does not play in this game due to the injury. So who are you taking for that second pick there? Give me baby Brev. I think that he has a chance. He plays football. He plays football. He has a chance. And <laughs> he's going to get it right. I know people are I know. hating. I know people are like, oh, my God. And, like, some people are like, oh, you're hyping him off. This is the Brevin Spanford podcast. I feel like for as much connection we actually have to him, we definitely don't gas him. And we no. gas him here and there. I'm going to give it to him. We do it here and there. But yeah. it's not like every show we're like, oh, this man, he's the truth. He is the – get him the ball. I've he's said, the only person I've said literally about. three nice things about Brevin. And this whole time, right. in like three years. You I've tried not to say nice things about yes. Brevin. You, <laughs> yes. you don't want him to have those receipts. No. Yes, he comes back. I have to hear about this at like Thanksgiving and stuff. I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I mean, whatever. We're no, we're biased. We're haters. We're all we do is gas him up. So moving on, who do you have for the offensive player of the game? Ethan Kaliak Manis. Okay, is gonna okay. have a day. He's gonna have a day. I'm gonna go. This is tough, man. If it was, I would go with the chalk and. Say Darius Taylor again. I'm really nervous about that injury. Not just because I think it's super serious, because it might not be. But I think just the fact that it happened might make the coaching staff go, okay, instead of 30 carries, he's going to get 20 carries. And, you know, that could be the difference in being the player of the game. So I'm going to lock in Daniel Jackson. I'm going to go Daniel Jackson. I think he leads the team in yards. So if he catches the touchdown in there or if it's a big yards game based on your eighth and Cali McManus pick, I think we're set good there. Defensive yep. player of the game, I'm going to kick this one off, and I am going to go with Tyler Newbin. It's 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 coming, folks. The breakout game again is coming. It's been a little quiet since Nebraska, but I think this is a get right. It has to be a get right, right? Like. It's got to be. It's got to be the week. So I'm going with Tyler Newbin. How you got for the defensive player of the game? I'd like to go back to my boy Jack Henderson again. I I I, I thought he was going to lead in tackles, and it's. I mean, especially if Cody Lindbergh doesn't come back, it's going to be all him. It's his defense to operate. So I'm I'm going him. All right, we got two things left: the sleeper of the week and the final score predictions for the sleeper of the week for me this week. I'm going to let you go first because I know you're not going to take my pick. So who do you got going first? Sleeper, sleeper, sleeper. Give me Sean Tyler. Okay. Is he considered okay. a sleeper? I mean, if he starts and if, if – I mean, He didn't play him. touch last week, so I'd say we're no, sleeping. I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sean Tyler. All right. I am going to go with Craig McDonald. Craig McDonald, oh. cornerback officially cleared, got his waiver of eligibility to play. Now, the biggest question is, will he get a lot of snaps? Will he get the opportunities? I think that he's talented, and they worked him in the fall camp, so it's not like he hasn't played with this team. Yeah, I think he'll get some run, and if he shows up and shows out, I think they let him keep getting run. So I'm going to take him as a sleeper for this week. I we didn't even talk about that, but yeah, I definitely I I love that. That's a great yeah. Pick. I probably should have had us open the show with yeah. that, but I don't see why I don't see why positivity. they wouldn't run him. Yeah, right. yeah exactly. <laughs> I don't see why they wouldn't positivity. run him. 
All right. So final score predictions. What do you got here? What do you have overall? Now you said over on 48 and a half points and you have the over on 11 and a half difference. So what are you thinking for your final score? My final score. Oh boy. Boy, oh boy. I said over 31, 24. Because we can never just oh no 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 because I said we'll cover the spread thirty one. <laughs> football math is the hardest. Give me one more touchdown of that thirty eight to twenty four. That's a lot of points scored, but twenty four. Does that I make sense? Lower than that, yeah. but it, it works out for you. I'm going lower than that, but I do think it is going to be a close one. I am going to say, ah. Uh, I was going to say 30 to 17, but I just don't know if my confidence is there. I might say 27 to 20. Uh, I said under. If I say 27 or if I say 30 to 17, I think that's over the 11. So I'm going to go 27 20. I got to stick with it. I got to stick with what I was that's, saying. That's 27 20, a single touchdown game, which is kind of not feeling so great as a get right game. Hopefully they prove me wrong. That's what I'll say there. I would love that. Honestly, that's what I'm saying. If we win this game easily, finish this game easily, I promise you I will be banging the beat beat Michigan drum next week. I'm, I promise I will you I will in. not. I will, I will balance all you all the way back in. All the way back in. <laughs> I promise I will bring so many stats that you will be tempted to not be that's able to fine. go back in. And that's not because I'm trying to hate. And after we rush, I gotta bring it down. I gotta bring it down. After we rush the field, after we rush the field, I'm gonna just stand there and wait for you. Just stand there and wait. Wait to find. I'll have my camera ready. (laughs) Yep. I'll be looking for just. I'll point at you in the press box. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that's gonna do it for us, folks. Hopefully, you enjoyed the episode. Hopefully, you are still breathing, still cheering on the Gophers, and ready for a get right game. This is Kane, Rob, and Tristan Span Ford signing off. Hopefully, we'll see you again next week talking about some positivity and hearing Tristan all the way back in. But until then, (laughs) go go, 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 go